Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host. Coming to you from the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. And many thanks to our listeners who tune in live and on demand from around the world. Our show today, Purpose the Remix, with our outstanding guest, Jade Simmons, will give us a wider perspective and re-understanding of purpose. You know, many are yearning and searching for meaning and fulfillment through purpose. But what is purpose? How do we define it? How can we live purposely in our daily lives? When we unlock our true potential, share natural gifts and talents, and our positive presence as the highest expression of ourselves, we move others and spread the vibration of love that is inherent in the fulfillment of purpose. Jade Simmons says, your purpose is not the thing you do. It's the thing that happens in others when you do what you do. I just love that. So when we love what we do, do what we love, and be our natural loving self, we have a sense of deeper fulfillment, joy, and peace. And what we do in our everyday lives can be purposeful. Our outstanding guest today, Jade Simmons, uh, joining us from Houston, Texas. She supports individuals in uncovering and pursuing their unique purpose. She is an internationally acclaimed creator of transformational experiences designed to activate audiences into becoming the biggest, boldest version of themselves possible. And she moves people with her music conversation, and presence. CEO of Jade Media Global, specializing in 360-degree personal development and strategic transformation, Jade is a world-class concert artist, virtuoso pianist, ordained minister, author, truly a transformational force. And Jade fearlessly pursues her dreams and embraces her true calling as an agent of change delving into the depths of human experience, author of the literary masterpiece, Purpose the Remix, a mind-blowing re-understanding of purpose and how it works. And she invites readers to peel back the layers of their souls and explore the profound significance of their purpose, shed the shackles of self-doubt, redefine their understanding a purpose, unleash their untapped potential, and Jade empowers us to redefine our lives and leave an indelible impact on the world. Wow. And now I am so pleased and honored to present and welcome Jade Simmons on our show today, Purpose the Remix. Welcome, Jade. Wow, now that's an introduction. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
Well, Jade, it's certainly my pleasure. And I've had an opportunity to really, you know, listen to some of your videos and your keynote speaker speeches. And it's just profound wisdom that you share with others and you truly transform lives. Can you really tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey? Uh, I shared with you before that I heard uh, uh, you talk about looking at old pictures of yourself uh, as a child and you saw this picture of yourself with African bongos playing along with African recording and you uh, really saw how blessed you were with rhythm and this was kind of an evidence of of your passion so can you really share a little bit about your your journey yeah I mean that picture you're talking about um, I tell audiences all the time when you're looking to uncover purpose, you start by looking backwards, getting curious about where you really came from, and you start to look for themes in your life. And I saw that rhythm was an ongoing theme in mine, starting with me playing on those bongos. So, you know, part of that journey is looking back, and today my life is made up of a lot of colorful detours that have gotten me uh, to where I am today. Okay. Well, Jay, thank you. Uh, I think we have to kind of take a pause here. So just hang on a bit, okay? Okay. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Dot com or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. 
Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, Jade, it is certainly a pleasure to have you on Love Light today, and you truly live your purpose. You have revolutionized the meaning of purpose. And I remember uh, 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 watching a video where you were sharing about you yourself as a child with a picture with African bongos playing along with uh, African recordings. And you, as you look back, you saw that you were blessed with rhythm. And this was evidence of your passion. So can you really share a little bit about your story, your journey in terms of becoming who you are called to be. Yeah. You know, when I'm working with people on uncovering their purpose, one of the first things I tell them to do is start by looking backwards Hmm. and looking for themes in your life, seeing what's always been, you know, I, I, I feel like big blockbuster movies and superheroes have made us think that purpose is reserved for those people with the big titles saving the world. Right. And, yes. and the truth is we all have purpose. And in that, that picture you mentioned, you know, I must've been I'm not much older than being a toddler. And there I was playing drums. And today uh, a lot of my life revolves around rhythm, whether or not it's helping others find their unique rhythm in life, helping people unleash the rhythm of impact, Uh, And then musically speaking, rhythm was always right by my side. So it was really exciting to look back and see 
that it had started with rhythm and a lot of the things that felt like detours or, um, you know, kind of wacky turns turned out to be really divine at the end of the day. Yes, yes. So, Jake, that's wonderful. Let's talk a bit about purpose. You say we're doing it wrong. <laughs> and you're and you're helping us to re-understand what purpose really means. How how are we doing it wrong? Well, you know, it's not all our fault. It's not all our fault, Gene. You think about it, like I, I mentioned the superheroes, or we think of the Martin Luther Kings or the Gandhis, and we think, man, those people have big purpose. Yes. Um, and then we also think not only that purpose only belongs to, to so-called powerful or historical revolutionary people, but we also think that purpose is the thing we're doing, right? And so we we ask our children, what do you want to be when you grow up, right? And right away, we start uh, helping us to think in this way of, well, I'm, I'm important based on what I do. And then that's how we get confusion, right? When the job doesn't work out or we, or we get to the dream and the thing we're doing doesn't fulfill us. And then it makes us go, Maybe I don't have purpose or I've lost purpose. Maybe we're a parent, a mom, and we're thinking our purpose is to raise the kids. Well, what about when the kids leave home? And so what I say by what I mean by saying we're doing it wrong is that we've been causing purpose to be stuck in the activities, the jobs, the roles, the titles, the talents that we perform, that we do. But the truth is purpose is the thing that happens in others when we do what we do. So even as a concert pianist, my purpose is not to play the piano, which is what I thought for a very long time. But my purpose is what's happening in that audience because I am the one playing, you know? So think about um, all the shows that are out there. It would have been easy for you to say, well, does the world need another broadcast, right? Do they need another show about love and light and connection. And it would be easy to look at the numbers and cancel yourself out. But you know that there are people who are connecting to the frequency of your specific voice and the specific way you have conversation. And there's a reason for you existing. And purpose is in that reason. Hmm, beautifully said. I love what you said about, uh, uh, you said, when we do what we do, how we affect others and the energy that we bring to others. Uh, what's happening when we, as, as you indicate, as you play your concerts or even just in conversation with people, uh, you said that, you know, there's great power mm -hmm. in parts of ourselves. Can you elaborate on that? Because, you know, we're unique people. Uh, we have that originality. Uh, how can we really unleash what's really inside of us. Right. You, what, what you're describing is what I call our, um, our outbreak effect. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the thing that we cause to, to outbreak in the rooms that we're in. You know, there's a residue, I believe, we leave behind in rooms, hopefully for better, but it could also be for yes. worse. So we <laughs> yes. some investigation there. But one of the ways that I, one of the strategies I tell people right away is to ask the people closest to you why it is that they love you, why it is that they come to you. You know, with women, I always say, why are you the one that your girlfriends come and tell all their business? <laughs> yes. <laughs> why is it you? And when you start to ask that question, which makes us feel very vulnerable, but I promise you it's worth it. You'll start to hear a theme. They might say, you know, um, 
Gene, I come to you because every time I talk to you, I feel clearer than I did before I started, or maybe they feel a sense of calm or a sense of peace. For me, it's activation. People would often say, I feel like I can do anything now, or I'm finally going to do that thing I know I was supposed to do a long time ago. So for me, when people interact with me, they feel activated. Yes. And then you start to be able to see that you can track that trait backwards. And then you can also practice it forward. You can try it out and say, you know, I heard this theme of clarity. People say that when they encounter me, they feel more clear. And then now you practice intentionally delivering clarity and seeing what sticks. And you begin to uncover that there's an effect not only that you can have, but that you've always been having. Mm. And so purpose really comes from looking at the, the effect you've always been having, deciding on purpose now with great intention to harness it and release it very purposefully into the world around you. Mm, that's beautiful. You know, it's often we can't see ourselves by ourselves. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I love what you're saying to really ask and see what's revealed and to really pay attention you know, to what you, you know, how you're serving and what energy you're bringing. And uh, people will share, you know, uh, your effect. So I love that because I I think we're not perhaps asking the questions. We just take things for granted or we take the call or we spend that time sharing and talking and helping that person achieve some type of clarity and calm. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's great power in understanding what your effect is and then deciding to have that effect. That's that's getting over the hump, right? You know, we love to read inspirational books and I want everyone to read Purpose the Remix. We want to start a purpose revolution. Yes. But I don't want it to be the book that just stays on the shelf after giving you all the feels, right? Cuz you're going to you're going to feel good, you're going to feel like you got your whole life after reading it, but the question is now what? So yes. the entire second half of the book I spend talking about what to do once you've uncovered that outbreak effect. You know, how do we guard our purpose? How do we uh, protect purpose? But how do we also walk in it? So it's one thing to know what purpose is, to know that my voice or my presence activates people. It's another thing to decide to become now a full-time activator. Yes, That's the difference. And most people, unfortunately, I believe, live and die without ever uncovering purpose. But then the ones who do find out what purpose is tend not to walk in it. And that's because of that first thing I mentioned. Our lives are so full of all the stuff we do, all the jobs we work, all the roles we wear that we haven't stopped to really say, but am I doing only the things I can do and am obligated to do? Or am I doing the things I was created to do? Yes. And you know, as we talk about the power within, the power is that divine self-expression, right? That gets locked away in the busyness of life. We were joking, you know, before we we were on live about just, I don't know how people get through this life without (laughs) understanding that, first of all, there's something bigger than them. Um, And second of all, being in partnership, you know, for me as a a person of faith, as a Christian, I can't imagine walking out life um, outside of the presence of God and the spirit of God. And I know people believe differently or express their faith differently. But for me, the ultimate concept of purpose is to be in direct connection, conversation 
in collaboration with the God who created me. And so what that sometimes looks like, Jean, is that it sometimes requires me to trade in my childhood dreams for my God-sized destiny because they don't always look the same. And so purpose, once you uncover it, begins to require a thing of you. It says, I want you to walk out in me. Um, purpose also will shape shift over time. And it will say, listen, in this season, this is what we're doing. This is this is where we are. This is the season we're in. But I believe that purpose rides itself out in multiple vehicles. So many of us, your listeners are probably multi-passionate, multifaceted, and they can sometimes feel like I want to do so many more things, but I have to do this one thing. And so I would challenge them to say, is purpose calling you in a new direction in this season? Mm. Purpose will stay the same but the vehicle will change over time. And that is a great thing. That's what sparks reinvention. That's what powers up your originality. And it keeps us from feeling stuck and yes. stagnant. Yes, that's beautiful. And when we talk about uh, uh, having a clear vision, because I know that's important in purpose. And how do we discern society's voice and outside forces versus our soul path? Are there any signs that we can look for? Uh, or Well, to know that we're in the wrong place. Maybe this oh, is yeah. not aligned with my soul path. Well, that's a loaded question. We could do a whole episode <laughs> on that. Yes. Um, but it just happens to be one that I speak on a lot with women that I coach. I coach visionary women of faith and the great thing about that is they have great belief. The hard thing about that is even that belief can get in the way sometimes, right? We we love to wait on the Lord. And sometimes I'm like, yes. God, the waiting period is <laughs> over. I'm going to need y'all to jump in and move now, right? Um, And so that question comes up a lot. You know, they say, Jada, I don't want to make a wrong move. I don't want to just do what I want to do. I want to know what God wants me to do. And so I have a quick little kind of life hack, a spiritual life hack for that. So if you want to know who's talking is really what the question is. If it's um, your voice, your voice will usually be trying to tempt you to stay the same, to not get out of your comfort zone. Jade, this is good enough. You worked really hard to get here. Why risk anything else? Uh, your voice will usually crave comfort. Now, we can call it the enemy, opposition, negativity. That voice will usually just lie to you. It will tell you what you are not. It will speak against your identity. It will uh, speak in the language of insecurity, doubt, uh, incompetency. It will try to convince you that you are smaller than you are. Mm. Now, God's voice, uh, which is my favorite and should be all of ours, if we're serious about heading down the real path of purpose, God's voice will always stretch you it will always call you into a new thing, a next thing. The word of God says, you know, uh, can't you perceive it? I'm doing something new. And it will usually um, ask, ask more of you in this season than it did in the last. And then lastly, God's voice always mimics what he's already said before in the word of God. So God never, as we say in the streets, is going to call you out your name, right? He's never, <laughs> never going to say to you, you awful person, you can't ever get it right. That's never God. Yes. So the voice that usually challenges us, grows us, wants us to come up higher is God. And, um, and we say, well, I have big goals too. I'm a big dreamer. Right. But 
God's ways and thoughts are higher than ours. So usually when it's giving me answers, I couldn't have come up with by myself and strategy. I couldn't have designed Then I know that's God's voice and anything less than that. Um, we don't want to, we don't want to accept. Oh, that's wonderful because, you know, we can get off track with negative self-talk and, mm-hmm. but, but the voice of spirit, the voice of source uh, from my experience is more of a calm, like awakening. I can get a hit on something or there's a, uh, a, a synchronicity or an opportunity show up or a That's person right. shows up and it's like, wow, you know, this, that I feel, you know, aligned with uh, what I'm, you know, inspired to do in terms of taking that inspired action and also having that faith and trusting, right? Because a lot of times we don't have the faith in our, uh, in the source or trust ourselves or believe that it's possible. So we can talk ourselves out of, you know, the, the voice, uh, the inner voice of source of God. Oh man, you're, you're preaching now again. <laughs> been there, done it. <laughs> You've been there, done that. Yeah. You know that it's, it, this is the double-edged sword of being highly intelligent, highly rational and highly spiritual <laughs> and highly creative, mm. right? So all of those things are powerful, but they can also play against us. We, we can be so creative that our imagination can imagine only failure, and come up with a really convincing, uh, you know, um, feature film on how we're going to fail, right? Because we yes. have powerful imagination. Our spirituality can also waterlog us sometimes and cause us not to move because we're worried we're not hearing or do we hear right? And we want 10 doses of confirmation. And then we go, I don't hear anything anymore. I don't hear the voice. Well, the voice said, I'm not saying anything new until you move <laughs> on the last thing I said. Yes. So it's being quiet. And then when you're really intelligent, really, ra- really rational, man, we can reason, rationalize and validate anything we want. We can find scripture and verse, science, uh, you know, history to back up our reasons for not moving or not doing the thing. So this is why that for me, the God connection is huge because it helps get us out of all of those things you mentioned Um One of the big revelations I got this year, um, we talked offline about me being a minister and ordained minister, and I was getting ready to deliver a a sermon about dreaming big. And as I was praying before I went on, God said, you know, Jade, they believe in me, Hmm. but sometimes they don't believe me. And I was like, whoa, that kind of hit. Yeah, because, you know, it's easy for us to say, I believe in uh, that that God is a source. I believe that he's powerful. But then when you go, but do you believe that you can do all things? Do you really believe you can build this big thing that's on your heart? That's where we start to get shaky, you know, and it's much easy to believe in either a distant source or a concept, but to really believe that within you is that same creative power calling you to call something into existence that doesn't currently exist, that gets harder to believe. Mm, That's wonderful. I know for myself, when I have, you know, the burning question or uh, inspired to do something, I will kind of take it to spirit, you know, ask the question, and then give myself time, you know, meditate on it. And for me, I have gotten crystal clear answers. That's that have almost been surprising, you know, after awakening from my sleep or, 
you know, early in the morning or, right. in, or even during the day, it just comes. So right. I really trust in that uh, inspired action or listening for the voice uh, yeah, within. You, you know what I hear, right. Jean, is you've developed a practice. Yes, I have to. <laughs> you've developed a practice. What you're talking about doesn't just come from a flyby encounter. You, you've made yourself available to hear. Yes. And I think in such a busy society, and this is how purpose gets drowned out, right? Everything is pulling on us. There's so many demands and we have to become habitual about, I call it office hours with God, right? About, <laughs> yeah. listen, I'm a pretty smart person on my own, but I know that I don't have all the answers. And if there's a path that's been created, if there's a destiny that I'm designed to get to, I want to just check in with the source, skip all yes. the gatekeepers here yes. uh, and find out how, not just what, but how, right? How should I be doing a thing? And sometimes we get the what, and then we start running. If you're like me, you know, we just, we go, I, I'll take it from here, God, I got it. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and so what it's, when I hear you speak, it's, it's so calming to hear um, about someone else who's developing a practice, right. Of, of making the time to listen. And you're right. You said it earlier, discern. That's the word, isn't it? That if, if yes. we, we really operate in discernment, we will get confirmation. And that, like you said, such a crystal clarity, which then gives you the peace to walk a thing out with a lot, with a lot less doubt, I would imagine. Yes. Yes. And to me, it inhibits me from jumping in. In the past years ago, in my academic <laughs> career, I just jump in. <laughs> and I'm like, gosh, this doesn't feel right. Or, you know, not just that, but just in everyday life things, you can get pulled into things. And it's like, now I take the time to be patient wow. and not just jump in, ask myself, ask uh, source for answers, ask God for the answers and the guidance. And uh, just wait, patiently wait without jumping in. That's it. And I, you know, listen, I need that sermon about every other day. So yes, I, we talked to her. I will, yeah, I will pretend that I've mastered it. Patience was never a strong suit. It literally was something I prayed for during my junior and senior years in college. I literally prayed for patience and for the wisdom of Solomon. Those are my two big prayers that I prayed pretty consistently. Mm. <laughs> And it's funny, I didn't realize I'd been granted patience until I started going through a lot of different things in business and in life and realized, wait, I'm not freaking out. I'm not stressing out. I'm not popping off on nobody. Oh my gosh, I've got patience, right? And so <laughs> sometimes those things we've been praying for, we don't even notice when they've, they've actually arrived. And, and today, even though I joke about not having it, I know that God has ex extended the ability to be able to wait for a thing um, to not rush in because my nature is to dive straight in. And I think, again, these are things that come over time yes. once we're intentional about, about having those things. Yes, beautifully said. It is a practice, but you have to know what to practice. I see patience as an ingredient in the recipe of love. And when I'm not being patient with myself or rushing, I have to slow down and say, okay, I call myself out. You're not being patient. Take time. You know, and it is a, an awareness and a practice. And Jay, you know yourself how you get that feeling. I don't feel good about, you know, what, what, what's happening or whatever. And I need to step back and take a look. That's right. We, we, I, I teach uh, women to wait for peace. 
Yes. Oh, I love that. Right. Wait for peace. Now that doesn't mean wait until you're ready or wait until you're comfortable. Cause that's not always what peace is, but wait for that stillness that tells you, yes, this yes. is the right thing now. Yes. And sometimes yes. we'll move without being comfortable. We'll move into places that are a little nerve wracking, a little scary, and that's okay. And you can still have peace yes. in the midst of that even. Yes. 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 That is so uh, on point here. Um, I want to, I think we're going to be up for a commercial break, but when we come back, I want us to, I know you're going to share some uh, strategies with our listeners, but I want to touch on uh, fear because fear is a blocker for, uh, you know, for really pursuing our purpose. Some people are feeling, hey, I'm not not good enough or, you know, maybe, you know, I don't have the, the skills. And we, we talk ourselves out of uh, opportunities or our purpose. And so I want to, you know, really get into that when we come back from break uh, in terms of looking at the fears, the self-doubts, the putting ourselves down, the stalling. <laughs> and uh, so that, you know, our listeners can really get the courage to uh, be curious, to get into the wonder that really uh, connects us to that magical power that, that's within us, uh, to really, you know, look at what it, is, what it is that I feel good about doing. How can I, I express my highest self? Because as you indicated, we have the power within. But I think we're ready for a brief commercial break. Uh, so for our listeners, don't go away. Stay tuned for more on Purpose the Remix with our outstanding guest, Jade Simmons, CEO of Jade Media Global, world-class concert artist, virtuoso pianist, inspirational speaker, author of Purpose the Remix a mind-blowing re-understanding of purpose and how it works. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you 
to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean-Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our outstanding guest, Jade Simmons. She's the CEO of Jade Global World Class artist, virtuoso pianist, inspirational speaker, author of the literary masterpiece, Purpose the Remix, a mind-blowing re-understanding of purpose and how it works. On our show today, Purpose the Remix. Jade, thank you so much for kind of setting the foundation and, you know, sharing, you know, uh, this God-given expression that we have within us, the power within, that we have to have the courage to really stand out and stand up and be who we truly are. But fear, as you know, is a blocker. 
And many lack courage, feel unworthy, not confident, get into that negative self-talk that blocks us from uh, really pursuing our, our uh, purpose and, uh, you know, feeling tied and just, you know, not really fulfilling our purpose in life. And as we talk about fear, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, you're a, a, a maverick virtuoso pianist, world-class concert artist, a black female, you know, what challenges have you had to overcome? You've been all over the world performing in a vast number of venues and settings. Did you have any fears or, uh, you know, adversities that you've had to overcome? Of course not. No challenges at all. <laughs> no fear at all. Are you in heaven? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? Okay. So, so let me start with a little bit of a, a weird disclaimer. I don't often feel uh, fear as most people experience it. I don't get scared of much unless we're talking about snakes, which I hate, but other than that, um, I don't right. feel the sensation of fear often. Um, and I also don't, but I think it also comes in hand with, I don't really experience embarrassment or loneliness. So those three things wow. a lot. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean that I don't experience emotions that make me want to flee the scene, right? So I want to be clear on that uh, because it's easy sometimes if you have certain personality types to assume that those of us that seem bold or are louder, that we don't suffer from certain things. We all experience these emotions in different ways. And so I have a, I have a friend, a, another speaker, author, Judy Holler, she wrote a book called, I think it's Fear is My Homeboy, right? <laughs> How to embrace fear. I believe in understanding the science behind fear and so that you can then banish it at will. So if you, if you think of fear as a signal, right? That comes very helpfully to tell you, hey, you're entering some uncharted territory and we want you to stay safe. That's really what fear is doing. It's a signal. If mm -hmm. we get that, then we can sort of go, okay, how am I going to read this signal? What am I going to understand it to mean? And what am I, what am I going to decide it does not mean for me in mm. this moment? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so when you're able to relate to fear like that, um, you know, it's never going to be, he's never going to be my homeboy. I don't get down with fear like that at all. I let fear know what it's going to do for me today. Right. All right. You're so in control. I'm in control of that. But that, that took some understanding of what was happening. The first place that fear did show up very tangibly, Gene, was as stage fright randomly in the middle of my early music career. I hadn't had stage fright ever. Suddenly I had a bout of it. And when I really analyzed that fright, it wasn't just that I was afraid of playing. I knew how to play. It wasn't mm -hmm. that I didn't really have the music not memorized. I just spent, you know, months practice practicing it. But what was happening was I was fearing what the audience was thinking mm. about what I was doing on stage. And as a black female, there weren't a lot of people who looked like me. Uh, in the world of classical music, at least when I was starting out, I think there was a subconscious complex there. I needed to prove that my Mozart was good, my Beethoven was solid, that I was supposed to be in this room. So instead of just coming in and playing this music I'd always loved, I was carrying all these weird expectations and false ideas of what the audience was already thinking about me in advance. And a lot of that was on me. 
Mm-hmm. It was really on me and in my head and was creating a reaction that looked like memory slips and nervousness and my hand shaking. Once I flipped that definition of purpose, that it wasn't about the thing I do. It wasn't about how well I played the piano, even though I op- try to operate in excellence. It was about what was happening in that room. Mm. My um, viewpoint switched from playing the piano to impress audiences to creating experiences that moved and transformed them, stage fright went instantly away. Because now, yeah, my focus was on what was happening in others. We talked offline. This is about service, right? How do I serve this room full of people with my music, with my words, uh, with strategy for the mind, for thinking, how do I serve them? And it's funny, fear had no reason to stick around when that was my focus. Wow. Being so talented. Uh, and, and as you were saying, you you knew, you know, how to play the piano or, you know, do what you do in terms of excellence. But how that fear slipped up initially and how you turn it around. You were focusing on the external That's right. rather than, you know, taking control internally. That is so powerful. And, you know, I know that you really transformed. Uh, you do classical music beautifully, but you've done a little bit transformation. They're <laughs> blending rock, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, very uh, colorful experiences and adventures in your music that really resonate with diverse uh, audiences. Yeah. yeah. You know, when I was playing as a little girl, I was, you know, one of the only, I was always the only black girl or one of only a handful, even all the way through college, right? I went to schools where there wasn't a very high uh, number population uh, of other African-Americans. And I had grown so used to that, that it didn't even really um, strike me as odd because I'd gotten so used to it. But I remember when I was making my career and playing this music, I loved so much classical music. I did begin to get curious about why nobody else in the audience even looked like me. Yeah. Right. Not just who on the, on the stage, not, not even in the audience. And why was this experience not one that others wanted to enjoy? And what I noticed, you know, I didn't say, well, let me create a diversity initiative and, and put this in play. I actually began the process. And this was this was not at the time intentional. I want to be honest about that. These were sort of these kind of organic evolutions that started happening. Yes. First with speaking, started speaking to my audiences in between the music. Uh, Then I began to just a little bit dabble in other related genres, a little bit of jazzy stuff, a little bit of modern uh, classical music. Uh, And then I started taking really bold leaps like what you were alluding to, uh, which was I was doing full on remixes of the classical music. I have a hip hop version of Flight of the Bumblebee. I would just, you know, go off on a tangent on Rachmaninoff. And today my concerts go from uh, classical all the way to rap. But every time I began to introduce more of myself, more of my own musical taste and differentiation into the musical experience, the audience started to diversify as well. Mm, yeah. And so, so some people who might have come for the Mozart left going, man, that African drumming collaboration, <laughs> what was that about? Or the others that I came for those hip hop remixes are like, man, Beethoven's my dude now, right? <laughs> well, uh, where it was creating these experiences where we were all experimenting together 
And I stopped saying I was playing piano recitals and started calling them concert adventures. And, and oh, I love it. Yeah, that opened the door uh, to a wider audience. And it's just, it's such a, it's for me, it's so much fun. Uh, as much as I love classical, can feel very constraining. Uh, there's a certain way you play the music, a certain order you play the music in. And in these new experiences, I can do whatever I want, yes. uh, which, which leads me to my final point. When you talk about, you know, fear and courage, I love to talk about audacity, which to mm -hmm. me is the boldness to do uh, incredible things without anybody else's permission. That's really what audacity is. And so no one gave me permission to create these concert experiences. In fact, I was warned off quite a few times. Uh, but every time I gave myself permission to be more of myself and to expose audiences to the things I already loved, it always paid off. Oh, that's beautiful to have fun being who you truly are. And that really opens the door for people to really appreciate who you are and really, you know, look at things from a whole different perspective. Maybe they weren't exposed to that. And they say, oh, gosh, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, I'll tell you, I don't know um, any other way to live. We talked about living and, you know, for me in concert with, with God, the Holy Spirit, but also the fact that when you operate in the life center of purpose, it doesn't feel like work anymore. Yes. You're looking for these moments of connection with, with people because you know if you're operating fully in purpose, not only are you going to feel fulfilled, but somebody is probably going to be touched, moved, inspired, or transformed. And I think the wonderful thing about this definition that purpose is what happens in others when you do what you do. Listen, that doesn't mean that you're only of value because you're of service to others. It means that in and of yourself, just you existing, waking up, showing up has powerful value. Icing mm. on the cake is when you behave <laughs> as you are designed to behave, others will be impacted. So we both freed you from people and also connected you to them at the same time. Wow, that is fantastic and so powerful. And with our purpose, we activate people. And of course, you have been told uh, in the presence of others that how you activate them in your coaching and your music. It's, it's really uh, a beautiful account of you truly being who you're destined to be. Thank so, you. Jade, you're going to share some creative what mind strategies with our uh, listeners. So get ready. You just let us know when you're ready and what we need to do to prepare or if you just want to share those strategies. Yeah, I'll share a few just sort of some of the big, bigger concepts that come out of the book Purpose the Remix. I challenge you to go get it. We have exercises in there and you can go to PurposeTheRemix.com as well and start the journey of uncovering purpose. But I think I just would love to leave a few strategies that help us. And behold, the um, angel of the Lord okay. came upon him. Sorry, something going on here. It looks like God wanted to talk. He will. <laughs> we can't stop that. Yeah, pray.com came on. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you, Father. Uh, but what I was going to say is I have a couple of strategies that um, I think when I say them, they have a lot of impact that you can instantly do something with. The first one is I've learned over time um, that we have to begin to understand that life is happening for us and not to us. And purpose helps you really see that. 
Um, you know, I, I competed in the Miss America pageant eons ago, mm. and I had the distinct displeasure of being first runner up. That second oh, place, made it like, oh, so well, thank you. It's, it's awesome on paper, but in reality, it's extraordinarily painful. And I was devastated from being that close. What I didn't know was that that year was going to be pivotal. Uh, because suicide prevention, uh, youth violence prevention, mental health and mental illness awareness became hot button issues that year. And they just happened to be my platform. Oh, and wonderful. Speaking more than Miss America. And it completely changed the trajectory of the work uh, that I was doing as an artist. But that was one of those things where I, I was like, why did this happen to me? And I can see now how it happened for me. So that's a yes. huge reframe. The other is uh, when we're working in purpose, you know, we do this hard work to uncover it. And one of the strategies I want to help us lean into is this idea of keeping an eye out for purpose snatchers, Gene. And so we tend to look at other people as snatchers, but I always say, look in the mirror first and make sure that as we uncover purpose, we don't instantly begin to snatch it back and give ourselves all the reasons why we can't begin to walk in these new directions that we are uncovering. Uh, so this idea of really protecting purpose is powerful. When we begin to uncover purpose, we start to glow. And it's an awesome thing, uh, but it's also slightly dangerous because when you're glowing, everybody wants to have a piece of that glow and use that glow to their advantage. You can't blame them. They see all the ways that you can serve them, which is powerful, but we have to be very careful to make sure we're not becoming all purpose people. We're working for everybody else's purpose except ours. So make sure we're carving out time once we uncover a purpose to really begin to ask God uh, to meditate on where we should be leaning into next. Um, and then another strategy that I love to remind people, this is more a mindset reframe, is the understanding that breakthrough and breakdown are often two sides of the same coin. And what I notice a lot in my coaching practice is that women will be experiencing breakthrough and they will mistake it as things are not working out because it looks like breakdown. But what happens before a big breakthrough, whether it's a big mindset breakthrough or a professional or personal one, is that a lot of things have to be broken off broken down or shaken off or burned off. And that process doesn't always feel good, but it is always profitable. Sometimes our friend rosters get cleared. Um, You know, sometimes our, our time gets challenged and uh, sometimes we have to have tough conversations, but that's because we need to move lighter in the next season we're moving into. So a lot of those things will be broken off. So don't fear the breakdown. Whenever you're in the middle of breakdown, um, ask yourself hard questions about what's being broken off and prepare mentally for the breakthrough that's up ahead. And then lastly, I love to say to people, don't wait around to be discovered. Discover yourself instead. Mm. That's why you've got to start with uncovering purpose. But we don't, when you find out how talented you are, what these skills are, you didn't even realize you had, but you weren't walking in. You can't then wait on somebody to call you and invite you to use them or give you permission to move in that direction. You've got to have the audacity to say, I'm uncovering these things about myself, need to put them into action. Mm, Beautifully said, beautifully said. I just love that. Those are such powerful tools. And I know in your uh, book, you uh, offer a lot of strategies. And uh, uh, can you tell us how to get your access to your book? Yes, you can close out. Mm -hmm. Of course, easiest place to find it, 
I always talk about Amazon because we also have the audio book there uh, and it is me reading the book. I love to make sure the right energy is in the words there. Uh, there's an ebook version and a print version as well. You can also find the book at Barnes and Noble. And um, jadesimmons.com is also where you can find out more about the whole Purpose the Remix experience. And then lastly, purposetheremix.com is where you can go to dig deeper into some of these exercises. Well, wonderful, Jay. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It's so lovely, so refreshing. You have transcended and cultivated such a beautiful life. And this is so encouraging to all of us, to our listeners, that you, how purpose gives us freedom and how to take on the breakout effect of purpose. So for our listeners, connect with Jay to go deeper, learn more, and listen back to our show on demand. Okay. Uh, tune in next week for our show, Heal and Live Your Best Life with Ivana Shala joining us from Hawaii. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, access my article published in Savannah East, Four Steps to Live and Love Wholeheartedly, where I highlight be, curi- be curious, be courageous, be uh, unselfish. And uh, we're so grateful for Jay uh, sharing with us today. It's been such a delight. And um, I am Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.